We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So the Indianapolis Colts lost a heartbreaker to the Cleveland Browns on Sunday. Wanted to talk about in this episode some studs and some duds from the Colts' loss. So let's get to it. All right, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice. Your guy, Cody, here. We're going to talk about studs and duds today, guys, but before we do that, if you are new to the channel at all or you have not yet done so, be sure to like, be sure to subscribe, be sure to turn on that notification bell so that you know when we drop fresh content just like this one. But without further ado, let's get into it. We have to start with the player who I think was the player of the game for the Indianapolis Colts, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Third round rookie, Josh Downs. I tell you what, I may do a separate video on Josh Downs because he has just been so good for the Indianapolis Colts through seven weeks. Right now, Josh Downs sits as the second leading receiver on the Colts, a little over 400 yards. He added his career high, five catches, 125 yards and a touchdown. Obviously, the busted coverage, the big play on kind of the free play. Josh Downs gets down the sideline. At that point, turns on that speed, and nobody is able to catch him. He just continues to be a very effective and very efficient slot receiver. And I tell you what, guys, we've all seen that picture of Josh Downs on draft day when he was visibly upset that he got taken as late as he did. He is putting the league on notice right now. Josh Downs on pace right now for seven, 973 yards, and that would be the second most by an Indianapolis Colts receiver in Colts history. The only one that would be ahead of him would be Marvin Harrison. That's it. It'd be Josh Downs and Marvin Harrison. So he has played fantastic and really gives the Colts another viable option at wide receiver, a consistent option, I'll add, outside of Michael Pittman Jr., who I thought about adding to this list. But Josh Downs was the best of the receivers on Sunday. I want to give a special shout-out to Alec Pierce as well. Had a couple clutch catches as well. Had about 50 yards on three catches and definitely made some plays when his number was called upon. But Josh Downs 
was far and away the best player on the offense for the Colts on Sunday and just continues to be an absolute beast at a slot receiver as a rookie. So Josh Down, special shout out. First guy got to mention because he has been just absolutely sensational this year. Despite whoever is playing quarterback, it doesn't matter. Josh Downs has been absolutely fantastic as a rookie. All right, let's move on to another stud that we got to talk about. And I really wanted to talk about a collective unit here, and that is the Indianapolis Colts secondary, right? The secondary as total. Um, there's really one player who actually I'll throw in as a dud, but as a total, as a unit, the secondary was extremely good for the Indianapolis Colts on Sunday, whether it was Jalen Jones, the rookie corner, who played extremely well, whether it was Julian Blackman, who had his best game of the year, was one of the highest-graded defenders of the entire week, according to Pro Football Focus. He was fantastic, had a pick, nearly had another incredible one-handed interception, was consistently making plays, was consistently being the guy that was just flying around the field, being the Julian Blackman that we all hope to expect to see every single week. Rodney Thomas had his first pick of the season. Uh, Kenny Moore continues to be one of the better corners in the NFL. Leads the NFL, actually, in tackles for loss right now with seven. He added two more on Sunday. Should have had an interception. I know it was ruled incomplete, but probably should have had that interception when it's all said and done. So this secondary played extremely well. They limited P.J. Walker to 15 of 32 under 200 yards, didn't allow a passing touchdown, picked off P.J. Walker once and picked off. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. John Watson once probably should have been two times, potentially three times the Colts should have picked off. They only got two interceptions, probably should have had four in this game. But nonetheless, the secondary played extremely well and continues to play well. Hopefully the quad injury to Juju Brents isn't that serious and that he won't miss much time because if he does, it can get a little bit dicey. It'll be interesting to see do the Colts bring in a veteran corner if Juju Brents misses multiple weeks because of that quad injury. But as a whole, secondary, I thought, played extremely well in this game. Wanted to give them a shout-out as well. Um, another stud unit that i got to give a shout-out to as well is just the running game in general. The running backs played extremely well. And I say just the running game because i got to throw Gardner Minshew in there as well. He had two rushing touchdowns in this game. But, of course, you got to talk about Jonathan Taylor, 18 carries, 75 yards, had his first touchdown of the 2023 season. 
over 100 yards in total scrimmage yards for Jonathan Taylor. He also added 45 yards receiving as well. So welcome back, Jonathan Taylor. Um, him and Zach Moss each had 18 carries in this game. Zach Moss a little less effective, 57 yards for him, but definitely had some nice moments as well. So it was a very encouraging day given the fact – I didn't mention this with the receivers, but I will, I will mention this as well uh, when it comes to the running game. Cleveland came in as the number one defense in, in terms of passing yards allowed and the number three defense in terms of rushing yards allowed. So Indianapolis comes into this game – and nobody expects, including myself, didn't expect them to have a great day running the football because Cleveland, we felt like, was just that good. But Indianapolis comes into this game, and they establish a line of scrimmage, and they're really able all day long to run the football and pound it when need be. And so there was multiple drives where the running game you know, consistently was helping the Colts out. So combination of Moss, combination of Moss, Taylor, and Minshew in this game really helped propel this Indianapolis Colts running game it was really a big factor into why they were able to dominate a good amount of this game. And, of course, we have to talk about some of the duds as well. You know, in a game like this, it's a weird game. I've mentioned this before because I feel like in this game, there is more studs than duds despite the fact that the Colts lost this game, which is kind of crazy to see. And there's at least one player, there might be multiple here, that I look at and I say, okay, these are some bad moments. But they also had some good moments as well. And so it's kind of a weird enigma type of thing where, you know, nine out of ten times the Colts win that game, right? There's no question. And, and the controversy at the end, we all know all about that. But I think for me, looking at some of the duds, you got to talk about Gardner Minshew in the turnovers, right? Outside of the turnovers, Gardner Minshew had a really good game on Sunday. But you can't overlook the four turnovers that Gardner Minshew had. He had three really critical turnovers in this game. The fourth one came right at the end when the game was pretty much out of reach at that point. But two strip sacks, again, the offensive line needs to be better. I could throw them into a dud as well probably, and I probably will here. I'll, I'll include them into this as well because I think it was a both and here. But Gardner Minshew, he can't avoid those sacks sometimes, but he can't avoid fumbling the football away. He cannot, I repeat, cannot continue to give the ball away at the clip he is right now. I mean, this is the second straight game where Gardner Minshew's had multiple key turnovers that have been big differences in the game. And he had two fumbles that he lost that were critical ones. He had another one at the end of the game. Um, and then he had an interception as well that really helped Cleveland take advantage of. They had so many points off of turnovers in this game that if the Colts were able to not turn the ball over, I think it's a much different football game. So the Colts just need to do a better job. Gardner Minshew in particular needs to do a better job of holding on to the football. Of course, Miles Garrett is a monster, but the Colts need to do something. They needed to do something different, um, whether it's players playing better or you know, the coach helping to scheme up a little bit more. I know a player like Miles Garrett, maybe you, you can even scheme and he still makes plays. But yeah, it definitely was a rough game uh, for Gardner Minshew in that standpoint. But it's kind of a weird one because, like I said, he played well throwing the football and he scored two rushing touchdowns as well. So it's kind of a weird thing where he had four turnovers, but he also had, I believe, four touchdowns. So a very hot and cold game from Gardner Minshew in that standpoint. So him and the offensive line, I guess, are kind of paired together as a dud here. 
Um, I got to talk about another dud as well. That has to be Daryl Baker Jr. And I know some people probably think, Cody, you are being way too harsh on Daryl Baker Jr. And while the stats, I think in this instance, the stats won't indicate how rough it was for Baker, especially on that last drive where he just looked lost consistently. And again, I'm not placing the blame on him on the two you know, penalties at the end of the game. Cause I think those were pretty tic-tac penalties, but it seemed like pretty obvious that Cleveland knew exactly where the weakness was when Juju Brents went down and they attacked it. To give them credit, they attacked it and they had some pretty good success, especially at the end of the game. Like I said, it's hard in a game like this to say this player was outright terrible because I don't think there was any player on the Colts that was outright terrible. But I think it was pretty obvious that when the passing yards came, they came on Daryl Baker's side. So Colts need to do something if Brents is going to miss multiple weeks because you just cannot afford to have Daryl Baker out there consistently. I mean, he was undrafted free agent. To, to give him credit, I mean, he was not supposed to be in this game. And unfortunately, it just happened so. And, you know, he's just he, he just looks like an undrafted free agent, to be completely honest with you. So Colts need to probably do something there if Brent misses multiple weeks. But Baker's probably the most individual guy, I would say, was probably the biggest liability on the defense in this game. So that will do it for the studs and duds from this game. I uh, want to give some shout outs to a few different players as well. I mean, you got to talk about, I feel like Shaq Leonard is starting to round into form. He had a couple nice plays as well. So it was good to see from him. Obviously, we know Zaire Franklin, EJ Speed, those guys are absolute monsters in the middle. DeForest Buckner, same way. I felt like Eric Johnson before he got hurt, he was playing pretty well, filling in kind of that role and that relief for Grover Stewart. But overall, it was a solid day. Um, really unfortunate that the game ended the way it did. But those are some studs and duds for the Indianapolis Colts going into that game in Cleveland. Colts will face the Saints next week. We will see if they can pull one out. Let me know your guys' thoughts on some studs and duds. Are there different players maybe that I didn't include that you'd want to throw in there as well for the studs or for the duds? Let me know in the comments below. Like I said at the beginning of the video, you guys can do me a big favor. Hit that like button. Hit the subscribe button. Turn on the notification bell so that you are in the loop when we drop new content just like this one. Other than that, that will do it for this one, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Really do appreciate it. And as always, guys, go Colts. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.